this is Olena of olenaplay.com and welcome to this clear-headed podcast episode. <laughs> what? <laughs> so join me, join me for a fun conversation and obviously also skincare Q&A because as you know on these lives I love it when you actually chat with me back and forth <laughs> and I love it when you ask questions too. Good ones preferably but it's okay even if they're bad you can ask. <laughs> Today I wanted to start off by talking to you about this topic. I see this a lot. It's a desire that a lot of you have. And the desire is, besides having clear skin, the desire is to leave the house without makeup. To feel confident in your skin without makeup. That's the desire, okay? Let me know in the comments if you want that. Do you want to feel confident in your skin without makeup. Is that like a thing that crosses your mind? Is this something that you want? Let me know. Let me know if this resonates with you because I get it a lot, okay? A lot. You would be shocked at how often I get this. Now I'm gonna, <laughs> as always, <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to break some some news to you. <laughs> I'm gonna have to break, uh, break it to you that uh, clear skin doesn't make you confident in your skin, okay? It doesn't. So this whole thing about being confident without makeup, many people who have had any kind of skin condition, they feel as though that skin condition disallows them from like leaving the house and not wearing makeup, right? They don't feel like they want to show off their skin. And this is totally understandable. And I even say, use makeup to your advantage. Out of sight, out of mind. Uh, I'm a proponent of using makeup as a tool in your healing. But here's the thing. What I have found is most of us, we set very arbitrary kind of goals for ourselves of what we will allow ourselves to do and then what we won't allow ourselves to do. And one of those things is, well, I don't feel confident without makeup, right? So I'm gonna wear makeup. And I even had this uh, with one client. What we were targeting with her was some mild clogging and the primary concern that she was dealing with, skin concern, was melasma. Over the years, we got rid of the melasma, but she was left with a few freckles, but like not a lot of freckles, okay? <laughs> and she wrote to me and she was like, Lena, like I can't leave the house without makeup. Meanwhile, her skin is perfect. I mean like beyond perfect, but she's concerned about a couple of freckles and she thinks that her skin is not good enough when once again, she has a couple of freckles. We had to obviously talk about that. And I let her know that, you know, there are some kids out there who are getting specific kind of makeup meant to create freckles. Like this is supposed to be a youthful thing. Meanwhile, you have three freckles and you can't leave the house. And so that's just to illustrate to you guys that we always come up with something. And unless we're aware of this being just trickery, like we're tricking ourselves into not doing something that we can easily do, like setting some weird ass fucking limitation for ourselves. We're just gonna keep tricking ourselves. I'm with you though, I'm with you. I understand that when you have a serious skin condition, you feel like hiding, I get it. But the other thing we all have to understand is the spotlight effect, where we all think that everybody is giving us way more attention than they are. You know, like when we walk into a room, a restaurant, walking down the street, we think that more people are paying attention to how we're walking, what we're saying, what we're doing, than 
people actually do. Like most people don't know that you exist. Nobody's thinking about your one freckle or your one pimple, or even if you had a full ass face of acne and somebody saw you, they would see you and then they would forget about you. Literally three minutes later, it would have been like you never existed. Nobody cares. However, if you live here on the internet and if you find yourself surrounded by, you know, people who are in the so-called acne community, skin positivity, acne positivity circles, then you're going to live under the impression that people give so many more fucks about your skin than they actually do. And frankly, you would have to force somebody, force somebody to care about your skin because they just don't. They just fucking don't. You'd have to like pay them good ass money <laughs> to give a fuck about your skin. And even then they'd be pretending nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> I think it's just really important for all of us to understand that nobody is looking at our skin through the microscope with which we're looking at our skin. Everybody's looking at us at a distance. So already that gives us a great fucking advantage, right? <laughs> They're seeing us as way better than we see ourselves, okay? Already, just with distance. Then plus if we add makeup or something else or something else that gives us more and more kind of like real life filters <laughs> where we just look better and better and better and better kind of thing. But if you remove those filters and if you, God forbid, walk up to somebody without any makeup on and they're like arm's length away from you, they still don't see what you see and they don't see it the way you see it. I challenge you because confidence does not come from clear skin. I have helped so many people get clear skin. Not all of them got confident. They got the clear skin, but they didn't get the confidence. The confidence is an inside job. It's something that you need to work on for yourself. And confidence is not something that you can fake. Uh, I used to say this, fake it till you make it. <clears throat> you can come across as somebody who is confident to other people, but to yourself, you can't fake it. You know when you're confident, you know when you're not. But what is helpful to understand is that you will gain more confidence the more of life you experience. Because confidence is something that needs to be proven to yourself. The more life experience you have, the more you put yourself out there, the more you leave the house without makeup, the more you realize, oh wow, I survived that. <laughs> the world didn't end when I left the house without makeup. Wow, nobody gave a fuck. You might project some kind of future experience for yourself, right? Leaving the house without makeup. What will that be like? Oh my God, if you haven't done it in ages, you know, it might feel like, oh my God, what will that be like? And you have to put yourself in that position to actually have that real experience and to see for yourself that the world doesn't end and nobody gives a fuck. And once you see that one time, another time, another time, then you're like, oh, now, you have that experience under your belt. Now it's not you faking something, it's you actually know what that's like and you know you can survive it and handle it. That's where confidence comes from, experience. You just knowing that you can trust yourself in this situation. Having gone through the situation multiple times, you're like, yeah, anything that you can throw at me in, in this context, I can handle. So let me try this different direction. Now let me, let me put myself in a new situation, right? Let me see how I can handle this. And you have to understand that in the beginning, whatever new thing you try, you might suck at, and that's normal. And guess what? You will learn that you survive the sucking, okay? You're not gonna die from sucking, but you need to put yourself in that situation. You need to suck. 
<laughs> so that you realize that you can survive it. That's all that it really comes down to is you understanding that you can survive any situation, that you have the tools, that even if something totally out of, out of the blue happens, you are confident in the tools that you have in surviving that. That's confidence. So, you know, wearing makeup is not confidence. It's you knowing that you can trust yourself in various different scenarios, that is confidence, right? Like going on dates, for example, right? Because that, that's one of the places where you kind of want to be confident, right? Or job interviews. It isn't until you go on a bunch of dates that you become fucking confident at dating, right? Or a bunch of job interviews. You learn from the mistakes, you have lots of fun, I hope, <laughs> especially if it's dating, right? But you prove to yourself that, wow, I can handle this. Right? But in the beginning, this is the, the part that trips people up. When you haven't tried the thing yet, the new thing, whether it's going on the date, whether it's the job interview, whether it's leaving the house without makeup, before you try it, you have all kinds of stories about it. And those stories are not rooted in reality. They're just like your worst fears, etc., stress, blah, 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 right? But once you actually put yourself in that situation and you show yourself how you handled it, you realize that most of those fears were made up, right? And so you realize, ah, it's not as bad as I thought. <laughs> I can survive this, <laughs> okay? One of the ways in which I actually did this for myself was I would actively put myself in uncomfortable situations for me because I'm an introvert, kind of. Like, I don't know if I fully believe in introvert, extrovert, but my whole life I was happy with my own company and I would need a break if I had like a super overstimulated day with like multiple people, parties, that sort of thing. You know, I liked my alone time. I act like an extrovert amongst people, but I, I think I'm pretty introverted. Anyway, so in order to fight with my, my introversion, I would put myself in very uncomfortable situations and I would just do things that scared the shit out of me. For example, I jumped off at the time, it was the world's highest bungee jump, even though I'm really afraid of heights, like, but I was in the area and I'm like, well, this is cool and uh, I'm not going to be a pussy, if, you know, and say I was there, but I didn't jump. I have to do this. So I did it. And I'm now more afraid of heights than ever after jumping off the, the world's highest bungee jump. But I know I could survive it. <laughs> Am I confident going for another bungee jump? Yes, I know I would survive it. Do I want to? No, it makes me weak in the knees. <laughs> but more things, more things. Um, back in the day, uh, I was really afraid of um, everything. <laughs> so, so what I did was I took uh, improv classes at Second City in Toronto. And I also took theater 101, um, possibly 102. I honestly forgot. Maybe it was two improv and then one theater. I think it was two theater and two improv classes. So I took that. Okay, and improv, like you meet a bunch of strangers and like, yeah, introverts, a bunch of strangers. And then you have to not think and just say what comes to your mind. And then you hope it's gonna be funny or clever, but you have no idea what's gonna happen. Like that was the thing with improv. I highly recommend, oh my God, if you're afraid of the world around you, or if you're not feeling confident, Try improv, it is so much fun because quickly, literally within, you know, the first few minutes you realize we're all in the same boat. Everyone is being silly. No one's actually judging anyone because everyone else is afraid to be judged. You know what I mean? 
and you end up having so much fun and it's just amazing. And you realize very quickly, I can survive this. It was the same with acting classes. Oh my God. I think it was one of the first lessons where we had to individually stand in front of like everyone would sit in a row in chairs and you had to stand up. Each one of us had to do this individually, stand up and then make eye contact with every single stranger that you just fucking met, right? Eye contact and have a moment with them and you weren't allowed to break eye contact until the moment was over, okay? Like, what the fuck? And then you do this exercise and you learn, wow, I can survive this. The, the makeup thing, because bringing it back to you wanting to feel confident without makeup, same thing. I used to literally do my makeup to throw out the garbage, okay, back when I was younger. So I feel you. I feel you. I understand. Which was so silly. <laughs> I used to literally do like fresh hair for dates. Like it was so dumb because my thing back in the day, it wasn't just makeup. I always had to have like clean hair. So I used to like wash my hair more often, do all kinds of crazy shit to it just so that it would look fucking perfectly coiffed for what? I don't know. For who? I don't know. It was silliness. So when I decided that I wanted to help people get clear skin, I wanted to kind of still, I, like I keep putting myself out there and I keep trying to make myself uncomfortable. <laughs> um, and so one of the things I did was I would show up once stories were a thing on Instagram, I would show up in the stories without makeup first thing in the morning when I had like boogers in my eyes and sometimes on like dirty hair days, okay? This isn't your most flattering angle, right? When you first wake up, your face is puffy or whatever, maybe you slept on it funny. Once again, boogers in your eyes, you know, like you can hardly think and you're like singing the routine song. Do you think I like doing that? Or I liked it in the beginning? It was weird. It was weird and uncomfortable because it was being vulnerable in front of a bunch of strangers. It wasn't like it was in front of my family members, my husband, right? It was a bunch of strangers. I don't know who's watching me, <laughs> right? So I did that on purpose so that I could see for myself that I could survive it. And so that these little fears and limitations that are so fucking arbitrary and so fucking ridiculous that they don't hold me back from, you know, what if I have something smart to say and I'm like, oh no, but I didn't do my makeup. Oh, I didn't do my hair. Oh, I'll just say it next week. <laughs> we stop ourselves from living our lives just because of a fucking pimple or a freckle or no, I didn't put on my makeup, so I'm not going or I didn't wash my head, so I'm not going. You know what I mean? And it's all very unimportant shit is what I'm saying, okay? I think that's enough of that. If you, let me see what you guys are saying, what you're adding to the conversation. Clarice says, what do you think about those pillows designed to avoid wrinkles? I think they could work for some people depending on the kind of sleeper you are because I mean, sleep wrinkles are a real thing and you'll kind of notice them more probably in your like 40s, mid 40s, 50s, uh, depending of course on how you cared for your skin in your teens, 20s, and 30s, right? It can be helpful to, like, there's, there's different types of pillows, ones that when you sleep on the side, they don't squish your face. I have one of those. I don't often use it because I have trained myself fairly successfully to sleep on my back. 
for this reason. <laughs> but if you're uh, a side or like stomach sleeper, as I have always been, it's extremely difficult to train yourself to sleep on your back. Like it's unnatural. <laughs> it's so weird, but eventually, like now I like like falling asleep on my back. I mean, that's the majority of the night I think I spend on my back now, but then sometimes I'll just kind of, my head will go to the side or to the other side. But that's a fun question. Hola, todo bien? Soy de Chil Chileno. Are you from Chile? Or maybe I don't understand anything. <laughs> Could you please show us how you wash your neck? How does the water not drip down your chest and go everywhere? I don't think I like really wash my entire neck at the sink, I mean. In the shower, like obviously I wash my face and take it down the neck and blah, blah, blah. But I don't think I like separately focus on the neck in particular, especially not in the winter. I barely shower in the winter. <laughs> Thank you for your question. <laughs> Oh man, that's hilarious. Hey guys, so I, for those of you who are asking me for skincare recommendations, I don't do them unless I work with you on a routine review or a routine refresh. Some of you are asking me about particular product thoughts and I don't have any thoughts. <laughs> because for me, a product depends on you. It's not just like a product in a vacuum. It depends on you and your routine. Some products will fit perfectly into your routine. Some products will work well inside of a new routine that suits your skin. I don't know. Uh, but this one is, uh, sorry, this is the La Roche-Posay Cicoplast. I think it's a fine product. It's not something I'm crazy about or use myself, but it's a okay product, you know, but it's definitely, I feel like super overhyped on the internet. And, but you guys have to remember that that's how the internet works is people get a product. They all get it at the same time. They all talk about it at the same time. It seems really fucking trendy and popular until the next product. This is funny. Akshi says, my acne just go away after getting married, lol. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe you were too busy being happy <laughs> to think about your skin. <laughs> so, but we, I also don't know if it's actual acne. Could be something else. Could have been just a temporary little blip on the radar that just needed time to heal and now it's gone. I can't comment on what it is <laughs> or why it's gone, but that's awesome. <laughs> Good for you. And congratulations on getting married. Best gentle cleanser. Oh my God, I have an amazing YouTube video that shares gentle cleansers. So you should check that out on my YouTube channel and then you can choose the best one for you because you know what your skin needs and likes. And then I give you all the information in that video so that you make a good choice. So check it out. Yeah, some of you should visit my YouTube channel because you know, some people they um, haven't read any of my content or watched any of my videos. <laughs> and so those people, they think I have some kind of, I don't know, secret special products that just work for everybody, you know? I really recommend that you guys visit my content and actually use it because that's how people get clear skin. I had acne for like five years and after marriage, my skin is glowy and acne free. My mom always said to me, don't worry, you will get better when you marry. <laughs> Maybe you believe in that and that's good, believe in that. It's almost like a spell was cast, <laughs> but like a good spell. <laughs> so that's great. Enjoy being married. That's fantastic. I love, uh, you sound really joyful and excited and that's a really good place to be with your skin. I don't really have any thoughts. What, what, is, what is this question? Are you asking me, are they good? Are they bad? Do I recommend them? In what context? What is the question? 
Um, to each their own. I don't have anything against lip fillers. If you want to get lip fillers, get them. Just don't get crazy ones because it's really weird and everyone notices, <laughs> but they're too polite to say anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like your friends, I don't mean strangers. Strangers, if they notice your lip fillers, they will forget you in literally 10 seconds, okay? I, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> ah. <laughs> she says, I totally 100% believe it. Fantastic, but keep, you know, being nice and gentle and supportive with your skin just in case, <laughs> okay? Oh, good. Which lipstick are you wearing? <coughs> I'm wearing a combination of things, but this one, it's gonna be in my gift guide. Yesterday and like another day, I was working on the gift guide. I thought I could would finish it today, but <clears throat> frankly, I'm too tired to finish it today. In the gift guide for this year, I'll share with you guys some of my favorite things, including the two things I'm wearing on my lips right now, so I don't wanna ruin the surprise, but it's not a secret. I, I've shared these things multiple times with you and I'll share them again. Stay tuned for the gift guide. <laughs> it will be on my blog. <laughs> mm, this is a funny one. Um, my Lady Leah says, lately a lot of dermatologists and estheticians saying that the ordinary products are not good for your skin. In your opinion, why they keep saying that? That is such an awesome question. I really appreciate it. I'll start with this, subjectivity. So a lot of experts, and this is just a fact, okay? A lot of experts tend to judge products, treatments by how much they like them or how they work for them first, okay? I'm not saying this is a, everyone, but a lot of experts do this. They might have tried something for acne and they might think it's the best thing or they may have tried some products and those products didn't work for them or they used them incorrectly. And that's usually the case. And so with the ordinary, it's actually because you have so many options of different actives, you can go wrong in many different ways, right? You can definitely use too many at the same time and just in the complete wrong way for your skin's needs. So a lot of people can create issues just by doing that. You know, people get overexcited and they don't know what they're doing and so they end up creating some damage. For that reason, people can say a bunch of shit about The Ordinary, but I'm gonna tell you this, that The Ordinary has quite a few well-formulated products. They are a very, very honest company. And I'm serious, their intentions, their marketing, how they try to like influence the industry as a whole, they're doing an excellent job. Seriously, top fucking notch. Even the way they treat their employees, like, like top down, bottom up, it's a very strong company with very strong values. You know, they really try with their, with their products, their formulas, with their marketing, with everything. And so that's something to be appreciated. So I would not wanna poo poo their products just because people don't know how to use them. I'm not saying that you need to use all of their products, but they do have a few good ones. And I have a, a blog post on some of them. For those of you who are interested about my thoughts, you can check that out on olenabelay.com. And also another thing is that some experts start their own skincare lines. So they become direct competitors of The Ordinary. It's in their you know interests to talk shit about The Ordinary. Like whenever I see someone talking shit about The Ordinary, I'm always suspicious and I'm like, why? You don't have a good reason. Unless you're incompetent at putting together skincare routines or you have a competing skincare brand, 
it's it's almost like people don't think for themselves as well. I've seen this where people just jump on the bandwagon. And so somebody talks shit about the ornier. I'm going to talk shit about the ornier because that sounded good. And now I'm like going against the flow and I'm being a contrarian. And now I'm special, even though I'm just repeating what other people are saying, right? I love this question because it, it to me, it shows that you are kind of skeptical and you're thinking critically and you're not just like digesting nonsense just because it's being fed to you by somebody, right? So that's really cool. And I love it. I fucking love it. And I mean, there could be other reasons why people talk shit about The Ordinary. I mean, they might genuinely dislike certain products, but I don't think you need to shit on The Ordinary to not recommend their products. You can be like, yeah, they're a great company. They're a great brand. Uh, I don't want to recommend these products to you. Like, you don't even have to talk about The Ordinary if you don't like them, if you're a sane human being, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I'm like, why are you talking shit? Weird. <laughs> Love that though. Simma's Dark says, hi, does the way we apply products, fingers, hand movements, direction on our skin matter? Thanks in advance. I don't think it matters too much, but I do think people look very silly when they're going like this. Like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Like some people are really weird with the way they And you know, it tells you that skincare routines should be kept in our bathrooms. They should be private because they look so fucking silly sometimes. <laughs> One thing I would say is in terms of how you apply in terms of fingertips and stuff isn't that important, but certain products do require the right way of applying them otherwise you know they'll pill or or you'll rub them off or you'll be too harsh or not not thorough enough so i would say that you have to stop being afraid of your skin because some people this this bullshit i don't know like what people are doing <laughs> like i'm very fast and efficient with my skincare routine i'm not nancying around it's not a ritual it's a routine like brushing my teeth i'm getting something done and then once it's done, I'm out. Like, I'm not, you know, fucking fiddling with my fucking thumbs. What I'm trying to say is you still need to apply every step correctly, right? Like there's there's sunscreen application techniques, there's uh, cleansing techniques and all this stuff. So you got to actually do the stuff correctly. But I guess the question was the way we apply products, movement, direction. No, direction I don't think matters at all. Like at all. You just get it on, get it on and go. Sage asks, are you taking new clients for skincare reviews? I am. There are a couple of spots actually possibly left. I haven't checked. There might be like one or two spots left actually. So go. <laughs> if you're on the routine review wait list, I should say it like this. If you've applied to work with me and you got accepted, uh, your application got accepted, then you're on the routine review waitlist. And then if you're on the waitlist, you'll receive an email when new spots open up. Just check your spam folder just in case you've already been accepted and make sure that I'm not spam. <laughs> Show us your nails. I feel like I'm due for a manicure soon. I wanna make them more pink next. Some products are not for everybody, right? So that's okay. Doesn't mean that the product is bad. It just might not be for you. All right, guys, so any other skincare questions? Because I am getting uh, very low energy right now. Because <laughs> oh, I kind of give it my all on routine reviews. And then I told you earlier, I think I'm an introvert because then I need to just, you know, I'm just going to watch The White Lotus season two. <laughs> ah, put my feet up. Go under like all the blankets because we have so many blankets. 
Marta asks, is it okay to apply a generous amount of well-formulated broad-spectrum SPF 50 with good filters, sunscreen in the morning, and not reapply, just put makeup on top? Yeah? 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 I mean, that's the thing. The whole reapplying sunscreen over makeup thing is just nonsense. It's disgusting. Nobody expects you to do that, right? So the best we can do is apply a nice layer in the morning and then do our makeup and live our lives and practice good sun safety. Be, be like Shady Olena, stay <laughs> literally on the shady side of the street and you'll be fine, you know, and wear like hats and sunglasses and all the things, you know what I mean? Like just practice good sun safety. I understand that none of us want to age, but eventually we will age. And I mean, that just largely also comes with gravity, you know? It's not just uh, if we wear sunscreen all the time, we'll just be fucking perfect for the rest of our lives. No, no, there's still gravity at work and there's oxidation and all kinds of other shit. We will age. It's not the worst thing in the world. Hopefully with age, we also gain a shit ton of wisdom and confidence, which is something that we covered earlier on where does confidence come from is you proving to yourself that you can survive all the shit. Experience under your belt equals confidence. So the older we get, the more confident we become and the less we give a fuck about a little bit of gravity. But we still want to protect this organ because it's an important organ. And I see, this is so weird, but I see so many people getting skin cancer. Like I keep meeting people who have had like shit removed. One on, I think it was on the forehead or was it on the cheek? One, um, even a neighbor here where I live on his leg. People get skin cancer regularly. So yeah, be careful is what I'm saying. By the way, the primary reason why we wear sunscreen is not for the anti-aging. It's for the protection of our skin, the DNA, like protecting our skin from DNA damage and the, the cancer. That's really the main reason why we wear sunscreen. But prevention for most of us is not good enough of a reason to do something. So we need to be told that we'll look more beautiful if we wear sunscreen and that our skin will look nicer which it will and it does with sunscreen. But again, the main reason is protection from damage that leads to cancer. Yeah. <laughs> so let's do our best, but let's also not be freaks about it. You know, <laughs> Marta says, awesome, yay. My pleasure, good on you for wearing sunscreen. Justin says, good to see you. I love that silicone-based cream you told me about. Uh, worked very well for my YouTube videos. Oh my God, I am so happy to hear that. That's awesome, Justin. Let me see here. Zion asks, hey, Olena, my kid is getting warts near her eyes. Can I? Can you say me what I can do? You have to see a dermatologist for warts. Warts, dermatologist, not a skincare problem, okay? If it is in fact warts, but I would see a dermatologist. Don't mess around. Don't mess around. Don't go to a Facebook group and ask people what to do because they'll always have silly answers. Just go see a dermatologist, okay? Slow Burn Studio asks me, can you explain a bit what is involved in your routine review? You can go to my website and read all about it. I have an entire webpage dedicated to explaining the ins and outs of a routine review. If you haven't visited that page, that, that's where you get all the information. Women's World asks, what are your thoughts on hypochlorous acid? I've seen a pretty big hype about it. What haven't you seen big hype about? You know, there's hi big hype about, <laughs> there's big hype about, <laughs> sorry, this always makes me laugh. You know that there's big, <laughs> I can't even say it. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, this one is hard. It's so hard to believe. Okay. You know that there's, <laughs> oh 
hold on. Why? Why? I'm like such a kid. There is big hype out there about putting period blood on your face. Okay, period blood on your face. So the fact that there's big hype over hypochlorous acid is just, I mean, what are my thoughts on it? None of my clients use it because it's absolutely fucking unnecessary. And I don't know why it's a thing that people think is necessary. But here's the thing. <laughs> a woman's world says, you so cool, haha. <laughs> no, I mean, guys, my, my strategy with skin is give it what it needs, not what all the influencers say that it needs. You know what I mean? Because if we listened to what all the influencers say that our skin needs, then we would be here all day. We'd be doing our skincare routine all fucking day. And we would be doing our skincare routine on fucking airplanes too. We would be doing them in taxi cabs. Where wouldn't we be doing our fucking skincare routines? We wouldn't have fucking time for anything else but our fucking skincare routines. <sighs> but what a nightmare for our skin that would be. Me, I'm very pragmatic. What does our skin actually need? Cool, got the bases covered. Now, what does your skin really benefit from? Where it makes your skin look its absolute best? Okay, this or a combination of this? Okay, perfect, we add it in. Because it works for you, it's necessary for you. So I'm not out there thinking like, how many more things can we buy? Useless, redundant things that nobody actually needs. How many more can we buy? That's my worst fucking nightmare. That's what I work against. I would like it if we all spent less money on skincare, if we spent less time on skincare, and if we created what, my words are failing me, Wes Waste. <laughs> less waste because it only benefits our skin ultimately it benefits our skin it benefits our planet you know it's just like a win-win-win so yeah let's keep things smart and strategic and not fucking useless mm -hmm. uh sarah lobu says the skincare routines on planes videos oh my god like i can't with that shit that is that is so dumb if anyone here thinks that you need to do your skincare routine on an airplane uh, it's made up. It's just marketing. It's just for you to get a f bunch of sheet masks and look like a fucking idiot on the airplane. I mean, <laughs> but like, seriously, that's so embarrassing <laughs> to be like with a sheet mask on an airplane. <sighs> why? But also why? You just do your skincare routine before you get on the airplane. And then you do your skincare routine when you land, when you get to your hotel, wherever the fuck you're going, right? I once was on a very long flight, like, uh... I think I was flying from Toronto to Taipei and then from Taipei to Hong Kong. And I didn't do my skincare routine on the fucking airplane. And my skin was fine. You know, the airplane, yes, it's a little bit dehydrating, but not if you do the three-step motherfucking moisture method. <laughs> That's what, I should change the name, shouldn't I? The three-step motherfucking moisture method. <laughs> Oh, that sounds really good. <laughs> Quite a mouthful. <laughs> um, I'm surprised I can pronounce these words right now because my mouth is very tired. Women's World says, thank you. We all should stop watching TikToks. <laughs> yes, we should. We would all be far more sane if, you know what we did? Read books instead of watch TikToks. We would all be so much smarter. Oh my God. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Excellent. So thank you so much for hanging out with me. It was so much fun. I am now deliriously tired from just talking, just, just from talking. <laughs> All right. So thank you for hanging out with me. And if you guys need help getting clear skin, please visit my content. I literally share with you all the things that are important 
for you to implement in your day-to-day -day routine. Many people get clear skin just by using my free content. And then for more complex skincare challenges, you can get the Skin Queen course. That's gonna teach you how to master skincare like you wouldn't believe. And then for even more complex skincare challenges where you, or maybe you just don't have the time, you know, and you just need, Lena, figure it out for me. Give me the instructions and I'll just do it. Then get a routine review, okay? So there you have it. You have all the options available to you. The ball is in your court, okay? Excellent. Have yourself a beautiful day and I will see you around the internet. This was Olena of olenabelay.com. <laughs> Bye.